Monday, February 26th, and welcome on back to the Damon Bruce Show. It's great to have you here. Just did a fantastic wake up, if you don't mind me saying, with my good friend Larry Kruger. It is there for you, just waiting for you. Oh, uh, on YouTube. It's going to be posted as a podcast before this day is over. So an awful lot of 49ers content can be found there and right here, but we're going to work backwards a little bit. And we're going to start with what the Warriors did last night, which was gag away an opportunity to beat the defending champs. Look, Steph Curry had a rough one last night. And for the Warriors to do anything this year, he's going to need to be in full Obi-Wan Kenobi Yoda Jedi mode to get the Warriors where they want to go, which right now, anything greater than a six seed feels like you're overshooting the runway. You'd be lucky to land as a six seed, to be true, honest evaluators of what we're looking at here. So come on. Um, Draymond's been playing well. Kaminga's been playing well. Pajemski's been playing well. Got a half a game out of Clay Thompson. A great first half. He was impossible to find in the second half. And when it comes to playing the Denver Nuggets, the Warriors are just completely outclassed all the way around. They got bodied by scoring just 16 points in the fourth quarter last night. A very frustrating game. And we said that they had 29 games remaining from the All-Star break, right? Well, Two and one now in those 29 games remaining, and they basically got to go three and one in every four games that they play the rest of the way to really get there. It feels like they got to go at least 20 and nine, at least to really have a shot at a six seed. Right now, unfortunately for the Warriors, um, they are not playing well against teams on a 50 win pace. They're 3-15 and 15 this season on teams on a 15-win pace, and they have blown as many 15-point leads as the San Antonio Spurs, who were so bad last year they had the number one overall pick. So there are a lot of things to like about what we're seeing out of the Warriors in just the last couple of weeks. But there's also a major concern about what happens when you play another real NBA team. And the Warriors are a lot better now than they were at the beginning of the year. But they ain't one of them NBA teams. Not yet, anyways. Maybe they get there. It's a huge, huge uphill battle. But again, who are the Nuggets? The Nuggets are the team that has beaten you 10 out of 11 times. They're the defending NBA champs. And look every bit like they are ready to repeat as well. 32 points, 16 rebounds, 16 assists for Nikola Jokic last night. Oscar Robertson did that twice. James Harden did it once, and that's the entire list. Guy's unbelievable. He really, really is. So buckle up, Warriors fans. Road trip now comes up. It's a four-gamer. We'll see what they look like. You got to at least split this four-game road trip. You got to be 500 coming on this road trip. So we'll see what they got. We'll see how they look. It is really good to have you here today. Thanks so much for stopping on by. And as you do know, we are in a little bit of a holding pattern. We are waiting to see what exactly, what exactly the 49ers do at defensive coordinator. This is something that Larry and I just talked about an awful lot about, right? I mean, this is taking longer than anyone expected. 
And again, I don't know if the jury deliberating this long brings you closer to a hire like Bill Belichick or further away from that even being a, a reality. It is a pipe dream, but there's also enough moving parts around it to make you think it could be on the table. It could be on the table. There is no doubt that Bill Belichick is the single biggest not screwing around move and hire that the 49ers could conceivably make at defensive coordinator. You know, would you like to go out and hire the single most overqualified defensive coordinator in the history of football? Like, that's what we'd be looking at here, right? So it is... Uh, a very, very interesting time for the 49ers as the combine is right around the corner. As we know that the draft is around the corner after that. And the next thing you know, like it'll be August and it's going to be football season again. There's going to be a little thing called baseball season before that happens. Might be a very little thing for the San Francisco Giants, but we'll figure it all out by the time that gets going. Um. It is great to have you here. Thanks so much. Hit like, hit subscribe. As you all know, memberships are indeed available. A lot of you are turning into a three-month member, a two-month member now, which means you get fancy new little badges all around you. Isn't that exciting? Uh, Red Jet Shell, again, like and subscribe. The tribe called Plus. Plus Mania is coming up on Sunday. Plus Mania 3, The Revenge at the uh, Halfway Club on Geneva. I hope you plan on coming on out. We're going to have a really good time getting together. I know Kruger's thinking about coming on by. More than thinking about it, he's going to stop on by. We're going to have ourselves a really good time with one of the greatest groups that I've ever had the pleasure of talking sports with. You know, five, six days a week, depending on whether we're in football season or not. You've all been incredible, incredible supporters of this channel. And I want to thank you in person again for all that you have done, for the support. It's been overwhelming. Thank you so very, very much. Um, and again, Red Jet Shell, lots of love for you. You are out there working for likes and subscribes, and I do appreciate that. How about La Profesora? Buenos dias, fellow Plusers. I'm sneaking in. Should be able to hang with my favorite sports crowd today. It is great to have you. Uh, and again, just so happens, I'm rocking a little, you know, Poyos, Sangorero. This is uh, the T-shirt that... 2K made me when I appeared in the game, the bigs, they uh, gave me a little, little, little cool little piece of swag at the end. It's customized on the back. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. So there you go. Um, let's see. Monday, February 26th. I believe I've already said that officially on the record. And look, it's, it's great to have you here. Um, the, the, the news from the 49ers in the last week has been waiting for a defensive coordinator. The good news is that Dre Greenlaw's ruptured Achilles is starting to look an awful lot better to the doctors that have performed the surgery and said it went very successfully. Um, he is only 26 years old. He's going to be 27 in May. We know that young men recover better than older men, certainly older athletes. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers was feeling frisky enough to start throwing on the field again in the same season, which he tore his Achilles all the way back in week one. So coming back from what used to be like, you're going to need a year to come back, to look at that on a you know six to seven month sliding scale now, 
That's progress. That's medicine. That's a modern marvel. And hopefully, Dre Greenlaw is able to benefit from all of that and come back as exactly the player that we remembered before he hurt himself in the Super Bowl, which right after he hurt himself in the Super Bowl is when it felt like Travis Kelsey got involved in that Super Bowl. Um, He was missed. I don't think him being in that game is, oh, and they definitely win the game if he's in that game, but it leans in that direction. Certainly, that's how it's important he is. It's how good he is. Um, if he can come back early in the year, much less in week one, that is very good for the San Francisco 49ers. Also good for the 49ers and the business that they'll be doing around the team is the new cap room. $255.4 million. That is a big salary cap. That is a more than a quarter billion dollars to spend on a football team. And I certainly hope that that means that Brandon Ayuk is going to be back in the mix with the the 49ers going forward. I mean, I know that he is under contract as it is, but look, when, when it comes to a player like this, you just don't want him on a one-year deal. His agent's not going to let him play under a one-year deal. You don't want to hold out. This guy's in the prime of his career. He's got such a special connection with Brock Purdy. Um, they need Brandon Ayuk back. I think he's a huge part, obviously, of the passing game. He is an underrated huge part of this team's running game. And he's just not a player you want to say goodbye to. It's just not. This is not the kind of guy you want to say, thanks for the memories, Brandon. That was great. Can't afford a guy like you anymore. Brandon Ayuk, I think, is one of those guys that you have to find a way to afford if you want to maintain your football credibility. Now, if you want to go back to the pile because you trade him for a number one overall, you help out that way, you better nail that pick, whether it's another wide receiver or not, and I don't think it would be. Um, I just know it's really hard to play wide receiver for Kyle Shanahan, and this guy's finally figured it out. The thousand-yard receiver that the Niners didn't have for, it felt like, decades. You finally got a back-to-back thousand-yard wide receiver. Waving goodbye to him now just doesn't make an awful lot of sense. With the growing cap, hopefully it means a guy like Brandon Ayuk sticks around. I certainly hope that it means that. Peter King is retiring. I obviously got to know Peter King pretty well with a weekly conversation that I had with him for years, many football seasons in a row. Peter King was a guest on my show, Damon Ratto and Kolsky, Damon and Ratto, just with me. I had Peter King for years on the show, and he was... Uh, always a good guest. I mean, it's Peter King. And now we're going to find out what the league looks like without Peter King. Retiring after covering the league for 44 years. And in those 44 years, I'd say he spent the last 20 of them emerging as the single biggest former scribe to really roll along with the modernization of NFL coverage His Monday morning football in America column became a must-read for every single football fan, I think, in America. Um, Whether you agreed with what he was writing, whether you disagreed with it, really didn't matter. You read it. He was a powerful voice in the world's most powerful league. And, you know, I, I thought Larry really hit the nail on the head when he said that 
You could tell the guy loved football. You could tell the guy loved football. He had, for someone who could have easily at his age, you know, filled out the cantankerous, angry at everything, jaded media member. He, he never became that. He never became that. And I've watched so many radio or former newspaper guys become that. Um, and Peter King maintained a, a, let's call it youthful enthusiasm for football that I think only comes when you got to cover the league when it was a much different thing. A much different thing. Like, hi, you're a brand new kid out of college and you want to cover the NFL. Well, welcome to the machine. And the machine is going to chew you up and spit you out like everyone that gets around the machine. When Peter King started covering football, it was a mom and pop corner store compared to the Walmart global brand that it is now. So he got to de de develop a level of relationships that I don't know are going to be available out there to just people to develop anymore. So he's certainly going to be missed. Did you miss the Cam Newton video or have you seen it? The Cam Newton video was something else. Him getting jumped by three random dudes, four random dudes who basically bounce off him like BBs. What kind of world are we living in where you're like, yeah, let's go attack Cam Newton. Let's try to physically beat up Cam Newton. Guy's a, a door frame. He's like a human wall. Mere mortals. You can put four of them together. You're not going to get one Cam Newton. And those guys found out the hard way, I guess. He's just huge. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very lucky guy. I've never been involved in like a mugging or anything like that. And, and I will say that one of the reasons why I, I, I think I'm lucky enough to never have been involved in a, in a mugging or a, an assault by some rando on the street or anything like that is because, you know, if you're the type of person who's like a mugger or about to just pick a random person out of the crowd to, to mess with, like, I, you know, I'm not, I'm no physical intimidator, but I'm like, I'm a legit, you know, six, two and a half. I'm not going to short myself that half inch. I'm not going to lie and tell you I'm six, three either, but I'm six, two and a half and not some skinny guy walking around. Like, you know, there's a lot more easily to identify limping Tommy gazelles for lions to hunt on the plains of the Serengeti than me. And I always think that a decent amount of size that I bring with me has been a visual deterrent. How you can look at Cam Newton and think, yeah, let's attack that guy. It just, it's proof positive that everyone involved is not exactly making great decisions. My goodness. Uh, speaking of great decisions, there's a great decision for you to make today. And it's right around this time when you start thinking about what am I going to do for lunch? I want you to do it with my good friend, Ike. Ike has got the most delicious sandwich, whatever you can think of, waiting for you in his restaurant. You can find his restaurant anywhere you got an online app to deliver. You can download his own app, the Ike's Rewards app, and start eating your way to free sandwiches. And that's the way you should go about it. Trust me, you'll be happy that you did. 
go into one of his stores. You're going to be happy that you did. A delicious sandwich is waiting for you at Ike's. Get one this afternoon. Get one for yourself. Order Ike's catering for your entire office. You can be a superstar if you go ahead and start feeding your good people Ike's. So there you go. Thank you so much, Ike, for being the primary sponsor of what we do here on the Damon Bruce Show. It is great to have you involved as always. Um, spring training is officially underway. We know that for sure. We're looking at it. We're looking at the San Francisco Giants. I'm telling you, when you look at that actual lineup on paper, it ain't great. But it's also not the worst thing you've ever seen either. If the Giants are going to do anything this year, they're going to have to have one of the best starting rotations that you're going to see in Major League Baseball. And as they are currently built, I don't think they got that. I don't know how much more helping there is to this lineup to generate runs other than Farhan and his abacus and him getting his, his matchups right that he cleaves to more than he clings to the idea that, yeah, you need everyday major leaguers to have a really good everyday major league baseball team. It's moving parts upon moving parts upon moving parts. There's been a degree of success with it in the 107-win season, and then there have been more degrees of failure with that in all the other years that weren't the 107-win season for Farhan and company. Blake Snell is still available. Jordan Montgomery is still available. Mike Clevenger is still available. Hun Jin Ryu is still available. Go get one of those guys. Go get two of those guys. Cody Bellinger, no longer available. I didn't think he was the right fit anyway. Brandon Belt is of it. Would you dare walk down that road again? Probably not. But look, you need more pitching than what you got. That is pretty easy to see. Um, they picked up Nick Ahmed uh, of the Arizona Diamondbacks who can't hit his weight out of a wet paper bag. I mean, he's a 200 hitter. It's the last thing that the Giants need. Another guy who's got a good glove, but everything else about him is very much past its expiration date. So not impressed by that signing at all. It is the least that they could do. And when it comes to doing the least possible, congratulations. Once again, Farhan has done the least possible in an addition to the San Francisco Giants to really change their arc of their season. Whatever year that they were going to have, they're still going to have that exact same year with Nick Ahmed. Congratulations. Wah, wah. You know, Matt Chapman is still a free agent. I see my man Otis is in here saying Matt Chapman is a free agent. Yeah, he is. But I don't want to see his at-bats more than I want Casey Schmidt to get 500 of them. So there you go. Go get Blake Snell. Go get him. Give him the you-can-opt-out-after-one-year-two-year Cody Bellinger deal, whatever you need. Like, get it done, though. Get it done. It's funny, you know, Larry and I are going to be doing Wake Up three days a week, beginning Monday next week on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Larry and I are going to be with you early in the day, 
for a show that fits perfectly into your day. We want to keep it around 45 minutes. And of course, to prove that, Larry and I went two hours already today, which means sip of the day has long passed us, my friends. And that's the way that's going. Uh, there's no there's no getting that back. The sip of the day is gone. But um, it is my duty to absolutely never waste your time. I can tell you this, speaking of time, on Thursday, the Damon Bruce show will be starting at 10 a.m. I have a funeral to go to on Thursday. I'm going to be going to Papa Shasky's funeral to support my friend Joe and his family. Uh, so we're going to get going a little bit earlier on Thursday than we normally do here at 11 a.m. So uh, put that in your calendar. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And then uh, hopefully we'll be putting things in pipe and smoking them together on the sidewalk in front of the halfway club when we get ready for Plus Mania 3, The Revenge, coming up on Sunday at the halfway club out in Crocker, Amazon, on Geneva. It's the old broken record, and we hope to see you there. Doors open at 4 o'clock, and we'll be getting going right at 4 o'clock. I'm looking forward to it. So we're never going to waste your time. Never, ever, ever going to waste your time. And let's face it, we have just covered absolutely everything that there is to cover, and we did it in 21 minutes. That is efficiency, baby. That is getting things done. So let's continue to get things done with our good friends in the chat for a little Club Plus. Are you ready to party? Are you ready to talk about all the other things that are going on? That's what we're going to do as we continue on YouTube here on Club Plus. For those of you listening today on the podcast, not only have you got this podcast, but you got the podcast that is this morning's wake up as well. So if you need more of me, there's plenty more of me available even served up with a little Larry Kruger on the side. So that is all they're waiting for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.